Today's daf is Nedarim daf Gimel. And we are 14 lines from the top of daf Gimel Amid Aleph. V'yodos heicha ksiv. Today's daf is being learned Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Tzvi Hersh, Ben Reb Yosef Pinchas, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Yosef Pinchas, Ben Reb Noyach. So yesterday, Be'ezus Hashem, we began Mesechtis Nedarim, a new Mesechta, which naturally deals with the laws of Nedarim. So what exactly is a neder? The Ran, right in the beginning of Masechtis Nedarim, says that really, throughout Shas, the word neder can mean one or two things. It can be referring to Nidre Hektish, or it could be referring to Nidre Isser. Nidre Hektish, obviously, involves Hektish. Somebody makes a neder, he takes it upon himself, a carbon oil. He takes it upon himself, he's going to bring a carbon shlamen. The Ran says that Nidre Hektish is not the topic of Mesechtis Nedarim. Mesechtis Nedarim deals exclusively with Nidre Isser. So what exactly are Nidre Isser? A person decided, for whatever reason, could be it's precious, could be some ulterior motive, that he wants to take something which otherwise would be mutter and make it Aser. The Torah gave a person that Koyach, the Ruach Memolala, the Chelek Elikah, that he has the ability to take something that would otherwise be mutter and make it aser. If he does that, a nether was chal. It's what's known as nidre iser. It comes along with lavin and esin. It's a parish in the Torah that is surprisingly very, very chamer. How exactly do you make a nether? The Ran, in the beginning of Masech, this Nadarim says, one of two ways. Either, very simple, you say that I want this piece of meat to be aser. I want this person who I am allowed to benefit from, because why not, to be usher to me. I'm not going to have any enough from that person. That's one way. You say exactly what you're thinking. Another way to make a nether is with what's known as hatfasa. You're matfis a dover mutter in a dover asr. So there's a piece of meat in front of you, and you say, I want this piece of meat to be like that piece of meat. Well, that piece of meat happens to be asr bachilo. It's hektish, or for whatever reason, it's something that you're not allowed to eat. If a person does that, even though he never says specifically that he wants this piece of meat to be asr, that piece of meat will be asr. It's what we know as hatfasa. And the Ran says that regardless of whether you say it straight, I want this piece of meat to be asr, or you say, I want this piece of meat to be like a carbon, for example. Either way, it's what we know as ikr neder. Certainly it's a neder. Not only is it a neder, ikr neder. What does ikr neder mean? We'll get to that in a second. The first mission of the Masechta deals with two halachas related to nedarim. The halacha of kinuyim and the halacha of yadais. So what's a kinuy? The Mishnah on Daft Yudam Aleph says, Eluhein ha-kinuyim, kainam, Kainach and kindness. What does that even mean? Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish. Rabbi Yochanan says that the words kainam, kainach, and kindness are words that in other languages mean carbon. So we just said that one of the ways to make a nether is by saying that I want this piece of meat to be like a carbon. That would be a classic way of making a nether. It's known as hatvasa, but that would be a nether. What if the person would say carbon in another language? So instead of saying carbon, he would say sacrifice, or he would say it in some other language. That, too, would be a nether, and that, according to Rabbi Yochanan, is dalach of kinuyim. So when the Mishnah says that a, a kinuy is kainam, kainach, kainis, those three words are just words that mean carbon, albeit in another language, and essentially what 
the halach of kinuyim is therefore stating is that if a person would make a nether in a language other than Lashon Kaidish, he would say koinim instead of carbon, that too would be considered a nether. In fact, throughout Shas, when the Gemara wants to very, very briefly refer to the concept of nedarim, very often the word that's used is koinim or koinamois. Koinim is a kinuy, it's a kinuy for the word carbon, because ikur nether would be for somebody to say that this Thing. That's mutter, I want it to be like a carbon. Rishlakish argues, Rishlakish says that kinuyim alashoin shabadu lehem chachamim liyaz noidrim These were words that Chazal bedafka wanted a person to use when he makes the nether. And Rishlakish explained that being that the common way to make a nether was by using the word carbon, if you look in the Torah, the word carbon very often is followed by the word lashem or fakert. Very often you find the term lashem carbon. And Rish Lakish says, Chazal were worried that a person's going to want to make a nether, and he's going to be ready to say carbon, and instead of saying carbon, he's going to say Lashem, because they often come together, and he's going to say Lashem and not say carbon, and it's going to come out that he was Moitzi Shem Shemayim Lovatala. I guess this was something that was a, a real clear and present danger, so much so that Chazal decided to take the initiative, and they said, because of this, we don't want people using the word carbon when they make a nether, because carbon's going to send you to Hashem, potentially violating, desecrating the name of Hashem. What then should you do? You should dafka use words that are going to be in place of the word carbon, but at the same time alleviate the chashash that you may actually use the word carbon. So use the word kainam or kainach or kainas like this. We'll make sure that this is not going to be an issue. The, so in other words, it's a machloikis between Rabbi Yechenon and Reish Lakish. What exactly Okinu is? What's a yad? That's the other halacha that our Mishnah talks about. So in a perfect world, a person makes a nether, he says what he wants to say. Right, tell him what you're going to tell him, and then tell him. So say, I want this piece of meat to be usser, I want this piece of meat to be like a carbon. What if a person would say something which insinuates that the person wants to make a nether, but he didn't actually say a nether? That's what's known as a yad. A yad literally means a hand. But the Ran says that the word that we're referring to when we say yad is not hand, but it's actually a base yad. It's a handle. And just like if a person wanted to lift a keili, you don't necessarily have to lift it from the bottom of the keili. You can hop it by the handles, by the base yad, and lift it that way. A person that makes a nether with a yad is essentially making a nether and doing what a nether accomplishes without saying the entire nether, but by simply referencing the nether, using a yad le nether. Either way, mesechtis nedarim, nidrei iser, not nidrei hektish, kinuyim, machloikis rabbi yoichin and reish lakish, whether it's lashoin ha'umais, that's rabbi yoichin and shita, or lashoin shabadol and chacham and liyais noidrim bai, that's reish lakish's shita, the halacha of yadois. Today's daf is going to discuss the source, how it is we know that if somebody makes a nether with a yad, that that nether is going to be a nether. Now, in the course of the next few days, we're going to learn more about yadis. But for now, all we need to know is the most basic halacha of yadis. And that is that if a person makes a nether, he didn't say the entire lashon of the nether. He just said a mikzas lashon. He said a yad. That would be considered a nether. Zakti Gemara, 14 lines from the top of Dafkim al The yadis, hey chuksev, we're in the Torah. Does it say yadis? Says the Gemara. It says it in Parshas Nasai. In the parish of the Nazar, the Pasik says, Ish oi isha, kiyafli lindar neder, Nazar lahazard lasha. So the Pasik is talking about a person that's being mekabel nazirus. And it mentions this person as having made a neder, he made a vow, 
the specific vow is Nazira. So if you think about Nazirus, it's really a subclass of Nadarim. So this person made a Nadar, which was really a Nazirus. But Tanya, we learned to the Bryce and Nazir Lahazar, from the fact that the Torah used a double Lushan, it didn't just say that this person has been Makabal Nazirus, but it says Nazir Lehazar. We learned from there, Lasois, Kinuye, Nazirus, Kinazirus. It teaches us that a Kinuye of Nazirus is like Nazirus. The other is Nazirus, Kinazirus. It also teaches us that if somebody makes Nazirus only using a Yad, it's going to be a regular Nazirus. Says the Gemara, ain't the Yalabin Nazirus. I know from Nazirus. Only if somebody would make a kinui or a yadlin azirus, that would be an azirus. How do you know that this is true for all nadarim? Talmud Loima, the Pasik says, Ish kiafli linder neder. So the Torah juxtaposes. The Torah mentions both the laws of Neder and the laws of Nazirus to teach me Makish Nazirus, Linadarm, Binadarm, Linazirus. That Nazirus is like Nadarm and Nadarm is like Nazirus. Man, Nazirus also be all this Nazirus, Kinazirus. Just like Nazirus from the fact that it says Nazir we learn that not only if somebody says a complete Lashon of Nazirus is it Nazirus, but even a Yad Linazirus is in Nazirus. After Nadarm, the same is true for Nadarm. Also, Bahem Yodis, Nadarm, Kinadarm. If somebody would make a Yad Linadarm, it would be a Neder as well, says the Brisa Viter, Umanidarim, just like by Nidarim, if somebody would violate his nether, he'd be over the lav in the Torah of Bal Yachel. Where does it say Bal Yachel? Loyachel Devore in Parshas Matos. That's the Parsha of Nidarim. It's not the Parsha of Naziris. Bal Ta'achar, that is also Allah in Nidarim. Agav, it's a halacha with regards to Nidre Hektish. Not Nidre Isser, more about that in tomorrow's daf, but just like when it comes to Nidarim, a person that violates a Neder is over Balyachel, and sometimes also he'd be over Balta'achar, so too, Af Nazirus, over Balyachel, Balta'achar, if somebody would violate his Nazirus, he'd be over Balyachel, and if somebody would be Ma'achar as Nazirus, he'd be over Balta'achar as well. Additionally, Umanadarim, of Mefer Nidre Bita, Ubal Mefer Nidre just like when it comes to Nidarim, a father has a right to be Mefer the Nidarim of his daughter, a husband has a right to be made for the Nadarim of the Nadarim of his wife, after Naziris Oto, when it comes to Naziris, of made for Naziris Bitoi. If a girl makes a Naziris, her father has a right to be made for the Naziris, Ubal made for Naziris Ishtoi. If a married woman makes a Naziris, her husband has the right to be made for her Naziris. So the bottom line is the Gemara brought a long, albeit very straightforward, Brisa, which mentions, amongst other things, the Makar to Yodos Nadarim. It says in the Torah, Ish or Isha Kiyafli Lindar Nadar Nazal Hazal Hashem. The same Pasik mentions the parish of Nadarm and the parish of Naziris. It's coming to be Makish Nadarm le Naziris, Naziris le Nadarm. We learn certain things related to Nadarm from Naziris and certain things related to Naziris from Nadarm. What do we learn from Naziris to Nadarim? Yodos Nadarim. Where do you see Yodos by Naziris? Nazir Lahazar. It's just a little wordy. And from the fact that the Torah used an extra word, that teaches me Yodis Naziris. Once I have a hekish from the Dharm to Naziris, I know that it's true not only by Naziris, but it's true by the Dharm as well. What do you learn from Nidarim to Naziris in the reverse? A lot of things. Number one, the love of Leyachel Dvare. Number two, the love of Balta Acher. And number three, the mitzvah of Afar. So this is a disproportionate hekish. We learn a lot more from the Dharm that we do from Naziris. But Ashinogel in Yonenu today is that there's a parish of Yodis Nadarim. It's learned out from Naziris. Where do you see it in Naziris? Because the Torah says, a person that took upon himself Naziris in a very wordy way, ironically. That's how you know Yodis. Nazir Lahazer, and that teaches me that Yodis Naziris is Naziris. The same exact passage as a hackage between Nadarim and Naziris to teach me that if it's true by Naziris, it's also going to be true by Nadarim. Why did Chazal feel that there's a Mephurish Makar 
to the parish of Yodos by Naziris, as opposed to Nadarim. Meaning, we're learning Yodos Nadarim from Naziris. Obviously, we see something by Naziris that we don't see by Nadarim. The reason is the Chsev Nazal Ahazar. It says Nazal Ahazar, that's the extra word that teaches me the halach of Yodos. The Torah was just as wordy when it talked about Nadarim as it was when it talked about Naziris. That's wordy. That's also wordy. So from Nazalahazah, the extra word we learn Yadis Naziris. Oh, once I know Yadis Naziris from the Hekish, I know Yadis Nadarim. As if to say, from the Darim, Mineubay, I don't have a reboy for Yadis. Why not? The same Makar that I have for Yadis Naziris, because it says Nazalahazah, I have in the Darim, because it says Lindar Nadar. So the Hekish, and if that's the case, why do I need a Hekish? So the Gemara says, I was like, because he calls him Nadar Lindar. Had it said Nadar Lindar, so Nadar is the noun. Lindar is the verb. Had it said by neder first the noun, then the verb, like it says by nazar, first nazar, then lehazar, then you'd have a good point. You wouldn't need a hekish because you would have a mafurish and makar by nadarim itself to the concept of yadis. But being that the Torah didn't say neder, lindar, but lindar, neder, that's not a drasha. You can't learn anything from lindar, neder. You know why? Because the Torah sometimes talks the way humans talk. And just like Bnei Adam, sometimes they speak poetically, they speak in a flowery way. Lindar Neder is Vashem Bnei Adam. There's no diak in Lindar Neder. Nozel Ahazer is backwards. That, people don't talk that way. So now we're ready, there's a diak. And it's because of that diak that we learn from Nozel Ahazer, Yodis Naziris. And once I know Yodis Naziris, I have a hackish to teach me Yodis Nadarim as well. But the Gemara continues. That's a good terrace. According to the Mandam and Shas that holds, but according to the Mandam and Shas that holds, that we don't say, meaning, apparently, and this is Mavur in many sugis and Shas, there was a very, very global macro machlaikis whether the Torah talks like Bnei Adam or not. So, it impacts the Yukim in different parishes in the Torah. So if we accept the Shita that Dibra Torah, Kalashim Neyadam, Salinda Neder is not a Diyak, Nazal Hazar is a Diyak. That's why we have to learn Yadis and Darim from Naziris. But if you hold that, anyways, like Dibra Torah, Kalashim Neyadam, see, even though Neyadam would say Lindar Neder, but the Torah doesn't say Lindar Neder, so again, Hadra Kushto Leduchte, that why do I need a Hekish? from Naziris to teach me Yadis Nadarim, why don't I learn Yadis Nadarim directly? Now, if you notice, the Gemara asks this question, but the Gemara asks it a little bit differently. I am Baran. I think we're going to be saying that a lot throughout Masech the Nadarim. But I am Baran. So the Gemara asks the question, Hi, Lindar Neder, my What are you going to darshan with Lindar Neder? I mean, the Gemara's cash is not, why do I need the Hekish of Neder to Nazar? But the question is, if you hold that that obviously you must learn something from Lindai Neder. What exactly are you going to learn? It's the same difference because in terms of the Cheshman of the Gemara, and the Gemara says, you're right. Darish Yadis If you hold that then you can learn Yadis Nadarim directly from Nadarim. You don't have to come on to a Hekish from Nazirus. Umakish Nazirus Lindadarim. And in fact, if that's the case, you can learn just the opposite. You can learn Yadis Nazirus from Nadarim. That just like there's a parish of Yadis Nadarim, so too there's a parasha of Yadah is Naziris. Now what's the kasha? If the Makarti Yadis Nadarim is Lindar Neder, 
And the Makarta Yodis Nazirus is from the Hekish between Nazar and Neder. So now Nazar Lahazar, what am I going to do with that? That's going to teach me Malamid Shah Nazirus Chal Nazirus. It teaches me a halacha in Hilchis Nazirus, and that is Nazirus Chal Nazirus. So what does that mean? It sounds intimidating. But what it means is that if somebody's a Nazar and he's Makabal Nazirus, so the halacha is when he finishes the Nazirus that he's currently engaged in, so now he'll have an obligation to fulfill and observe another Nazirus. And that's learned out from the double Oshin, very good. Nazar, Lehazar, even a Nazar can be Mechabal Naziris, says the Gemara. Which means you can't learn Yodis Nadarim from Lindar Nedar, because that's just Dibratir Kalashim Nayadam. And from Nazar Lahazar, he learns Yodos Nazirus Kenazirus. That was the initial presentation of this halacha. How is he now going to know that Nazirus is Chal Nazirus? Meaning, once we just said that there's another very important halacha that we want to learn from Nazar Lahazar, and that is Nazirus Chal Nazirus. So, in the Cheshbon of the Gemara, that was true. If you don't need Nazar Lahazar to teach me Yodos, but if I need Nazar Lahazar to teach me Yodos, how am I going to know Nazirus Chal Nazirus? So the Gemara says like this. That's good. It's feeling like in Nazirus Chal Nazirus. If you hold that Nazirus is taken not Chal Nazirus, I am Masech des Nazir. That's very good. It's not a kasha. He doesn't hold Nazirus as Chal Nazirus. Eli Sfirli Kamadam and Nazirus Chal Nazirus. But if he holds that Nazirus is Chal Nazirus, Minoli, how is he going to know that Nazirus is Chal Nazirus? Can't learn it from Nazir Lahazer because Nazir Lahazer he used already to teach me the halacha of Yadis Nazirus. So the Gemara says that the truth is it's possible to learn Yadis Nazirus. From Nazal Hazar and learn Shanazirus Chalan Nazirus from Nazal Hazar. How so? Because if not, name a crow Lizar. It doesn't just say an extra word in this Pasik, Nazar Lahazar, but within the extra word is an extra hey. It could have said just Nazar or Lizar. Nazar Lahazar, there's an extra word. And even with an in that extra word, it could have said Lizar as opposed to Lahazar. My Lahazar, Shamit Minotarati is coming to teach me two Allahs. Number one, Yadus Nazirus Kinaziris. Number two, Shahanazirus Chalal Nazirus. So the bottom line is, up until this point, we have two Makairis, how you know the halacha of Yadis Nadarim. Either it's learned out from Nazirus, it says Nazir Lahazar, extra, the noun before the verb, to teach me that Yadis Nazirus is Kinazirus. If I know Yadis Nazirus is Kinazirus, I know Yadis Nadarim is Kinadarim as well. Why? Because from the smichos between the two parashiyas, we have a hekish, and the hekish teaches me that if Yadis and Zirus is going to Zirus, Yadis and Nadarim is going to be Kinadarim as well. The other Makar, the Gemar is learned out from Nadarim. Ishki Yudar Neder, straight, and Yudar Neder also means Yadis and Nadarim. What's a tolly and whether you can learn it directly, from the parish and Nadarim, whether you have to go flying to Naziris, it's tolly whether you hold Dibber Torah Kaloshim in Ayadam, the Marava Amri in Eretz they used to say as follows. Is Tana the Mapakli Yadis Melinda Neder? Tanah that holds the halach of Yodos Nedarim from Lindar Neder. The is Tanah, there's another Tanah, the Mapakle min Kechol Hayoitse mi Pivyasa. He learns it from the Pasik that says, Kechol Hayoitse mi Pivyasa. What's the Reboy? The Reboy is that not only Kol Hayoitse mi Piv, but Kechol Hayoitse mi Piv. But the point is, is that everything that comes out of a person's mouth, he needs to observe. It's coming to be marba something. And what's it coming to be marba? It's coming to be marba the halacha of Yadis, which means that if you tally it all up, right now we actually have three makairis to the halacha that Yadis Nedarim is Kinadarim. Either it's learned out from Nazar Lahazar, with a hekish from Nadarim to Naziris, or it's learned out from Yidar Neder, directly from the parasha of Nadarim, or it's learned out from Kalayotzimi Pivyasa, Kal, or the Kichal. It's marvel that the Allah is that not only 
if somebody makes an Iker nether, but even if somebody only makes a Yadlin nether, that in and of itself is going to be oh, enough. So we said one of the benefits of Masachdis Nedarim are the long runs, and from a Dafyomi perspective, the short Dafyomi. So we're going to stop here, and Metz Hashem will pick this up tomorrow. But just to speak out, one Ha'ara, one Redbay, as it relates generally to Masachdis Nedarim. And that is, it's Yodua that the Pirush HaMeyuchas L'Rashi to Masechtis Nadarim was not written by Rashi. In Yeshiva, they used to say it was written by one of Rashi's daughters. Unsubstantiated rumor. But it's Yodua and taken for granted that it wasn't written by Rashi. The truth is it has a Makar Nemon, this rumor. It's brought down in the Chidah, in the Shem Agdoilim, it's in Marech Shin. He says in the name of the Yad Malachi, who quotes it in the name of Kadmoinim, that even though, if you look on the side of your Gemara, the Pirish to the other side of the Ran is Rashi, it's a mistake. The original Bamberg Shas in the 16th century, for whatever reason, had it as Rashi. But the point is that it really was not written by Rashi, and it was written by one of the other Rishonim. Which one of the Rishonim? So the Yad Malachi says, I don't know, but I have Rayos that it was written by Rabbeinu Gershon. Rabbeinu Gershon, Ma'ur HaGoyla, Masachtas Yuvamah's fame. So Rabbeinu Gershon, he was the Rishon that wrote the Pirish HaMeyuchas Rashi. If you look in that Chidah, and in that Yad Malachi, the Yad Malachi said it with regards to two other Masachtas as well. He says that the Pirish Rashi Masachtas Nadarim was not written by Rashi. The Pirish Rashi Masachtas Nazar was not written by Rashi. And the Pirish Rashi Masachtas Me'ilah was also not written by Rashi. Just a ha'ara. If you look at Rabbi Kiva Eger and Gilead Ashas, right in the beginning of Masechtis Nazar, the first Haggah, the first comment that Rabbi Kiva Eger wrote on the side of his Gemara. So Rabbi Kiva Eger said, Ayin Shem Agdoilim, Marech Eshin, Shemevi B'Shem Hayad Malachi, Shepirish HaMeyuchas L'Rashi, Masechtis Nazar, Enei Me Rashi. The ha'ara I had was, why did Rabbi Kiva Eger only write that on the side of his Nazar Gemara? Why didn't he write it on the side of his Nadarim Gemara? And why didn't he write it on the side of his Me'ila Gemara? So first I thought, Nadarim, everybody knows, Rabbi Kiva knew it from Yeshiva, just like we know it from Yeshiva. Of a Me'ila is already a shtikla, a maramakim. So that's the case. Why did Rabbi Kiva Eger only write it on the side of his Nazar Gemara, and he didn't write it on the side of Nadarim, and it's the same shtikla. It's the sh- if you look up Rabbi Kiva Eger's maramakim, you're going to see Nadarim, you're going to see Nazar, and you're going to look Me'ila. The truth is that there are other Perushe Rashi on different Masechtas where there's a Yesh Noemi that maybe wasn't written by Rashi. The most famous one is Masechtas Tainas. Rabbi in the beginning of his Perush and Masechtas Tainas has a long Haga, and he has Rayas that the Perush HaMeyuchas L'Rashi on Masechtas Tainas was for sure not written by Rashi. I'll tell you an interesting one that nobody knows. And that is Rabbi Ruvim Margolis in his Sefer Netzayitzayar. It's in his Akdama to Masechtas Hayrius. So his whole Pirish on Masechtas Hayrius is two pages. But this is the Akdama to his Pirish on Masechtas Hayrius. And he says that the Nira, even though I never saw this, that the Pirish HaMeyuchas L'Rashi on Masechtas Hayrius was not written by Rashi. He says, why do I think so? He says, number one, if you go through the Rashi's on Masechtas Hayrius, they're very, very long. It's longer than the Masechta, which is really Shaloi Kedarka. It's very out of character for Rashi. It's not just that Rashi uses words in Masechta Sairias that in no other Masechta and Shas does he use. He mentions Amtul Lahachi. That's not a Rashi sprach. Amtul Lahachi. He says Rashi uses the words Amtul Lahachi. He says, I never found a Rashi that talks this way. So he says there's different sprachim. And then he says something that only Rabbi Ruben Margolis could say. This is like Mamish next level. He says that if you look at Masechta Sairias and Daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis, so the Gemara quotes a word. 
The word is sniff. And Rashi, like he does throughout Shas, he has a laz. Right? Rashi was metargim, a lot of words. And Rashi brings the word, it's like snifu balaz. Said Rabruvim Margolis, that word that Rashi was metargim is a Greek word. He said every other laz in Rashi, in Gans Shas, Rashi's quote, using a French word, old French. He said it's the only laz in Rashi that is using a Greek word. So he said it's Pashatim. Rashi didn't speak Greek as far as I know. He spoke French. So this is the only one. He said it supports my theory that the Rashi was not written by Rashi. And then he says, so who was it written by? He says, I think, my hergish is, that it was written by the Rivan. The Rivan was Rashi's Aden. Rashi had a son-in-law. His name was the Rivan, and I think it was him. And he said, I'll tell you a shtickler raya. The raya is, because we have a Rivan on the side of the Talmud Bavli. We have it in the end of Masech Tismakis. The end of Masech Tismakis, on Dafyu Tes, Rashi writes that they bring, that it was Yotzin, Neshmasi, but the Hira, and Rashi passed away. In the last few Dafyu in Masech Tismakis, the Pirish HaMayuchas Rashi is the Rivan. He says there's a Laz in one of those last Gemaras in Masech Tismakis, where the Laz there is also a Greek word. So says the Rivan's Laz was Yuvanus, as opposed to Rashi's Laz, which was French. So he said this is one of his Rayas, that he thinks that it was not Rashi, it was written by the Rivan. But either way... This is a shtickle next level. But we have Nidarim, we have Nazar, we have Me'iva, we have Tainus, we have, uh, we have Nesachtis Hoyrius, to name a few, is right about Marit Cotton, but that's all another shmooze. But either way, that's as it relates. But the truth is, if you look, if you look in the Rishonim in general, on Nesachtis Nidarim, so the signun of the Rishonim is different than it is on other Nesachtis. Rashi is Nishrashi, Toysvis is Nishtoysvis, the Rosh is Nish, the Rosh, right? Everything's like a little bit different. And it's, like, why is Mesechtis and the Dharam so different than all the other Mesechtis? I think the Pshat is Pashat. And that is that the Ramban, it, the end of Mesechtis and the has a Hilchis and And in the end of the Hilchis and the Ramban says as follows, quote, Ma Rab Yehudoy is a Chorinah Levracha, Hichmer, Rabbi Udoi said that there's nobody today that knows how to be matter and nether. Meaning, if somebody makes a nether, he's not bound by this nether for the rest of his life. If he wants, he could be matter and nether. We do it every year of Rosh Hashanah. Shimon That's how it starts, and it ends mutalach, mutalach, mutalach. We say something in between, and somehow that works. But the bottom line is, there is a concept of Ataras and Dar. So, my Rabbi Udoi didn't like it. Hichmer ve'amar, ein banu mishnei yedei lahatam mechilas nedarim u'shvois, ve'ein banu lashem marpa. And we don't have the ability to heal nedarim with our mouth. Umishnei ma Rabbi Udoi, lo'i nishnis nedarim b'yeshiva. And from the times of Rabbi Udoi, they stopped learning mesechtes nedarim in the yeshivas. Now, Rabbi Udoi was one of the ga'inim. And from his time, they already stopped learning Besechtis Nadarim. Why? See, he hinted to it. He said, the reason is, is because they didn't want people to know about the laws of Ataris Nadarim. Because you're going to chap, I can make a nether, and then Erev Rosh Hashanah, mutalach, mutalach, mutalach. By the way, compound that with a kol nidre, where everything I'm going to say the whole year is so the whole thing is just nothing. So people are going to be very lax. They'll make nadarim and then they'll be matanada. What's the big deal? So the go'oinim was sensitive to this. And you know what they did? They took a mesechtin shas and they put a big They stopped learning 
they stopped learning Mesechtes Nadarim. Rabbi Ruven Margolis, in a safe in Mechkarim B'darkei Talmud, he has a whole piece on this. Simen Tezayin is called Mesechtes Nadarim. Very appropriate. So that's the name. Can't be more straightforward. It's called Mesechtes Nadarim. And in this, he starts off, he brings this quote from Rabbi Yehudoi Goyen. And then in the middle, he has a few other quotes. He mentions that Rav Natrunoi Goyen wrote, quote, Nadarim ain't nishnas b'shtei yeshivas ayoyim. The Dharma is not being learned by the two yeshivas today. For over a hundred years, he has another quote from Rabbi Yudai Goyen. He said, Anan loigar sinon nedarim. We're not goyrish nedarim. Anan loigar sinon nedarim. So you see already, the Goyenim stopped learning. I'll tell you one interesting Maramalkim. We'll have to do the longer version of this a different day. But this sefer is called Seder HaKabola. It was written by Rabbeinu Menachem HaMeiri. It was written by the Meiri. It's the Meiri's Akdama to Pirkei And in his Akdama, he has a lot of history. So there's a lot of Jewish history, fascinating history, that was written by the Meiri about different things. One of the things the Meiri is talking about, he's, he was living in the Dara Rishayinim, obviously. He was a Rishayin. And it's like banked noch the free of the so he was never writing about the Eridus Atheris. He says, I look around, I see such an Eridus Atheris, and I never liked this. He says, now well, nobody learns anymore. It's not the way it used to be. He says, let me tell you the way things used to be. He says, once upon a time, if a person wanted to learn, he'd walk into a base medrash, he'd find a yid, sit down with the yid, which masach do you want to learn? On demand, he would tell him whatever he needed to know. He says, in fact, the word goyin is Begematria 60. The reason it's Begematria 60, said the Meiri, is because there are 60 Mesechtes. If you count the Mesechtes that we have, plus all the Mesechtes Ketanes, it ends up being 60 Mesechtes. And he says, Goyen means somebody that was bucking in 60 Mesechtes. It was a daughter of Goyenim because there were so many people that knew all these Mesechtes. And he says, for that reason, the Goyenim never wrote Svarim. They didn't have to write Svarim. What do you have to write a safer for? You have to write a safer for somebody that doesn't know. But if you know everything, it's not necessary to write a safer. He says, Nebuch, he says, in our door, he says, in our door, I, I observe already, people they don't know how to learn so much anymore. He says, today, if you go into Beis Medrash, you ask a person, a gashe, he's going to look at you like he doesn't even know what you're talking about. And as a result, we have to write Svarim. And that's why there's a reboy of Svarim, says Demiri. And he says, in fact, if you go through all the Svarim that are being printed right now, you'll see they could all be divided into two groups. There's Svarim that are just a pirish. It's literally a pirish on, on the Gemara, on the Tanakh. And then there are other Svarim that are more halachic-based. He says, from all the Pirushim I've seen, the one that stands out the most is the Pirush of, of the Rashi. That's what he says. He says, of all the Pirushim that were written in Halacha, the two that I found stand out the most is the Rambam and the Rif. That's what he says. But the fact that we need Rashi is because there's a Yeridus Adairus. He says, the fact that we need the Rambam and the Rif is because there's a Yeridus Adairus. He has one line inside where he says that in the old generation, to have a Pirish Rashi would be like an Awadar. You would tell me, in order to learn Gemara, I would need a translation so I know what the words mean. You think? That's what it would be. This is what the Miri said. He said, but never, there's a Yeridus Adairus. We can't learn without Rashi. Today we need a Taisvis. Today you want to know Allah, you need the Rambam, you need the Rif. It's not like the good old days. This is the Miri talking. So middle, he's mamish like crying. You can see he's bemoaning what's going on. So he gives a few examples of what's happening. So he says, I'll just mention to you one example. He says, I'll tell you a nice show you that I heard. I said, I can't believe this story. He says, do you know there are yeshivas where they're only learning four starim? Only four star. Not first say the second say the third say the fourth say the. But they're learning Nashim, the Zikin, they're learning Mayek, and they're learning Kachim. Mayhem, the some yeshivas, but plus the story Levad. They're only learning three starim. Which one aren't they learning? He doesn't say. He said, not just that, even within the starim they're learning, they're not learning every Masechta. So I'll tell you a, a shuva that I saw with my own eyes. 
There was a yeshiva, a grace for yeshiva, and they asked them a shayla in the darim. So this Goyen from Barcelona wrote a Chibur Agado, a very important work, and in this work he says over this Shuvah, and this is what the Yid wrote back, the Shiva. said, A hundred years already, we haven't been learning Mesechtis Nadarim. Bottom line is, Mesechtis Nadarim was a Mesechta that for whatever reason was put away. Loi Garcinon, the Goyenim said, they mamish more learning Mesechtis Nadarim. Why? For such an interesting reason. Right, you see the Gemara says they wanted to hide Sefer Yecheskel and Sefer Kehelas. The reason they weren't learning it is, is because they felt that Masechtis Nadarim was causing people to be Mazalzal in Nadarim. Because you make a nether in your mind, you're bound by this. But the truth is, then you learn about Shimon Arabaisai, and you learn about all these different halachas, and it's for that reason people literally stopped learning Masechtis Nadarim. Now, what was Rabbi Ruben Margolis's point? He has a whole sim in Masechtis Nadarim. So what was his punchline here? His punchline was, he said, it's Pasha to him that that's the reason that the Lushoyness of Nadarim are very, very different. We had it today. You see, if you try to learn Nadarim fast, you're going to be making short stops. Because there's like words that you're not expecting to come. Like you think the Kasha ends, and it ends like three lines later. But you see it all over. In fact, the Rishonim say, Lashin Nadarim is That the Pasha, the language of Nadarim, so why was it different? He says, if you know history, the way the Talmud Bavli came about is it was written by the Amairoim, Ravina, Ravashi, Soifeira. But then there were generations of Yid and afterwards going into the times of the Ga'inim where they were working on the redaction of the Talmud. That's the way it was. And he says, being that the Ga'inim stopped learning Masechtis Nadarim, it never developed in the same way that the rest of Shas did. And you can almost see that the editing of the Ga'inim is not there. And that's why Masechtis Nadarim is Mashuna. That's why Yataka reads. It reads a little bit differently. Then he says at the end, he says that I found something with regard I've never seen regarding another Masechta. He says, there are many, many times where you find that Rishonim quote a Masechta, a Gemara Masechta Dharm, and we don't have this Gemara. This Gemara Pasha doesn't exist. We don't have this Gemara. And he brings ten. Rashi and Shabbos Sadik Beis, Rashi and Tainus Davdal, maybe it's not Rashi and Tainus Davdal, Rashi and Shabbos Montes, Atoysis and Nida Dafyud Beis, the Rashi and Aholos Perikhes, Rashi and Perikhes and Mavarchen. He has a Tshuva from the Rajbits, a Tshuva from the Rajbash, he has a Yalkit in Mishle and the Mepharshim and a Jerisha. They quote Gemara Zanam, they don't exist. The Rishonim had different Gemaras in the Dharma as well. Because again, it didn't go through the same process that all the other Masechtas did. But the bottom line is, they stopped learning the Dharma already in the times of the Ga'inim. There was a long Tkufa. I mean, today is part of the Yeshiva Shemachsa. And most Yeshivas I made a tremendous comeback. But once upon a time, this was something that uh, <laughs> we learned eight Masechtas in Yeshivas, one of them. So once upon a time, for whatever reason, nobody was learning Masechtas Nadarim. People that were learning Mamish, 59 out of 60 Masechtas, Abinish, Masechtas Nadarim. And this is a little bit of the history. It's obviously, it's not a Chiddush, why the Signoin of the Rishonim would be different for Masechtas Nadarim than it is for all the other Masechtas.